Praise the Lord. You're listening to NTOP's Barnabas Gathering. And we're here to encourage you. We're here to, to lift you up and to inspire you. And we trust that after having listened to this broadcast that we would leave you in a better place. I have with me uh, some members healthcare, uh, from the healthcare team, NTOP. I have with me Fioni. Fioni, you want to say a few words? You can uh, put a mic. I've been a nurse for 15 years, um, and I have worked in almost every level of nursing. Currently, I graduated in 2018 as a nurse practitioner. I'm in family medicine currently. Praise God. Also have with me, also Paula. Yes. My name again is Sister Paula, and I've been a nurse for over 25 years. I've worked in uh, the healthcare profession, uh, basically in the med surge area, I've worked in radiology as well as interventional radiology, and presently I'm working in peri-op services and ambulatory surgery unit. I'm also a graduate as a nurse practitioner in 2014, congrats, and I work part-time as a nurse practitioner in primary care. Thank you. Praise God, and we also have with us Shondell. Good evening. My name is Shondell Jackson. I am a nurse. I've been a nurse for 17 years. I've worked um, basically med surge nursing. Currently, I am working in management. I'm, I've been in management for almost three years. I'm also a nursing professor um, for five years. So I teach nursing students. I prepare nursing students for the future. Praise God. Um, Fioni, the question, first question goes to you. Um, how did you get through the early months of COVID-19? Um, for me, getting through COVID-19 was a lot of prayer, but the human side, I'm a comedian at nature, I had to do it from a human perspective mostly. So for me, I stayed around people that were extremely positive, people that made me laugh, people that we were in it, we understood what it was, but we did not allow it to change who we were as people. And a um, lot of music, a lot of dancing, and a lot of rejoicing inside, in spite of everything that was happening. Praise God. The same question goes to you, uh, Paula. How did you get through the COVID-19 season? Uh, COVID-19 season has been a memorable time for me. Even though we're in the midst of COVID Memorable right now, in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> even though it still continues now, but during the peak time of the COVID, it was um, a lot of transformation took place um, where I work. But what has kept me going is um, knowing that God's grace was there that was sufficient to keep me. His mercies that endure forever was there to uplift me. And most of all, his promise, as he said, he will never leave me nor forsake me. And because of what was happening, particularly in my unit, that was transformed into a COVID-positive uh, patient dwell, dwelling place for a ventilated patient, it was tough. Um, many days I've cried. And just to see how life can be slipped away so quickly. And because of knowing that God is in the midst of it, I held on to his word. Amen. I encouraged myself. Amen. I went home. My family was there to receive me and to welcome me. And I know that I can 
not only share with them, but also lean upon them for strength. And God has also given me the strength as well as the prayers that have come from my church family and from churches around the world. This is a pandemic. And it has given me the strength to go daily, to go daily into this midst of where the outcome in a day is, is unbelievable. Over the years, I've worked as a nurse for over 25 years, and the amount of deaths that I have seen within a month, I don't think that I would have seen it in 25 years. But I give God thanks for keeping me and for giving me that willpower, that uh, desire to persevere through the storms, and I held on to his word to be encouraged. Thank you. Amen, 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 amen. Um, Shondell, the question goes to you. How did you get through the early months of the COVID-19 season? Well, I must say that um, fasting, praying, um, seeking out the word of God, um, spending a lot of quiet time in the, in the presence of God and um, listening to his voice. One of the scriptures I remember that really got me through this is a scripture that God gave me in Psalms 56 and verse 9. Um, it says, when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. For this I know God is with me. And I remember the Lord said to me, you know, when you cry unto me, that's when COVID, COVID-19 was the enemy at that time during that period. And by me crying out to God, that is when the enemy that we were dealing with, which was COVID-19, God promised me that he was going to cause the enemy to turn back and it shall not come nigh me. And that is the scripture I held on to at that period. Another thing that actually kept me through that time was captivating, taking control of my thoughts. Um, I've learned over the years being a Christian that a lot of battles are won first in your mind. And I had to really, really blank out the negative and really choose. I had to make a deliberate. It was very intentional. It was deliberate. I had to make a decision that I was going to focus on the word of God. I was going to focus on his promises. And I was not going to let fear win. And that is the decision I made. And that is one of the things that really helped me through the period. Very emotional period, but it helped me. Praise God. You've heard, uh, Shondell, um, don't let fear win, but intentionally focus on God's word and God's promises to keep us in, in, in bad times. Hallelujah. The question goes to you, Shondell. Um, how has the COVID-19 changed your perspective on life? Very much so. Um, I've always known that life was fragile, but I think it's even more real to me how fragile life is, how we should really be mindful. We should really live our lives close to God. We should really live our lives, you know, trying to be in the best relationship, you know, live close to our families and our friends life is fragile today is today you're here and tomorrow you're gone um this was a very emotional period for me i remember watching one day i remember watching a little girl 
on FaceTime telling her mom, Mommy, please don't go home to Jesus. Please don't go home to Jesus. Mommy, please, please don't go home to Jesus. We need you, Mommy. Come back home to us. Mm. And within hours, she was gone. Mm. She was gone. Mm. And, you know, it's really, we cannot be, we cannot witness what we have witnessed during this period and be the same. We cannot be the same. If this did not, did not change us, I don't know what will. But I know it has changed me. It has really changed me. It has made me um, more eager to let people know about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and to know that he is there for us and he's always there with his arms open wide to accept us. And we don't know what tomorrow will bring. You know, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. We, why wait? Why wait to give your heart to Jesus? Why wait to know this King of Kings and this Lord of Lords? Seek to know him today because we do not know what tomorrow brings. And that is what the Spirit has done for me. Uh, Paula, how, how has your perspective on life changed? Uh, my perspective of life... Um, because of COVID has changed dramatically. I now look at life with a lens where uh, the importance of love and relationship is a priority in my life. Um, because of what I have seen, of what I've endured day after day, especially during the peak season of COVID-19, that when a loved one has come into the hospital and they've left their home with intentions of coming back, but yet the only thing the family member could have, could have done was to have a video camera that will look at their loved one lying in that bed on a ventilator, unresponsive, but crying out, I love you, I love you, don't go, I love you. So with seeing these things has changed me. And I have learned to love and love more, to see family as important, to see friends as important, and to cherish relationships because it's important. No one knows what the day will unfold. No one knows what tomorrow brings. But if we know we have each other, if we know that the love of God that instills us is placed into our lives, and we as believers, we as sisters and brothers of Christ, we as children, as, as parents, that we will return that love and cherish our loved ones because we don't know what can happen. So COVID has changed me personally. It has changed my outlook in life. And I believe I have learned and I have grown to know that it's important to share and to talk with others and to tell someone that Jesus loved them. So I, was, I can say that I am stronger today since the COVID started. I am stronger and I can impart knowledge to others because I have been through the COVID season, the peak of the season, and I have seen it. Again, I'm, you know, I'm a very soft-hearted person. I've cried. I remember one coworker was 
there when I was making rounds and I recognized the face. And it startled me. I could not stay in the unit knowing that that person was there. I cried, I cried. And yet, I said, look at how life is. Look at how life can be. And I said to myself, you know what? From today onward, I will cherish relationships. I will cherish my family, my church family. I know they've been praying for us throughout the COVID season. And I know that as of today onward, and during this season of, of COVID, we have drawn closer to each other because the love of God that lives inside of us and has made us intentionally that we have to love one another. And I give God thanks for that. Amen. Fiona, to you, has your perspective on life changed? Yes, it has. So in regards to how I view myself after COVID, um, surrender is what comes to mind. I have always been a very stubborn person. My mother would attest to that. <laughs> um, in regards to getting to a place where what you teach me and how I receive it has always been two things that's hard. And when you're afflicted by something that you don't know if you're going to make it through, how you're going to make it through, and there's no one surrounding you to help you through, I had to take my mother's opinion and Sister Nkosi, who said something to me in 2019. She said, Fioni, surrender. Enough is enough, surrender. And day four of COVID-19, when I was sick, and I didn't realize going from the bathroom back to my bed, I was so short of breath, and I'm like, what is this? I don't have asthma, I don't have anything. How can this be possible? And I just said, okay, they teach you if you stay still, fluid collects in the lung, and you're gonna get pneumonia. So I have to get up and move. And I got up, and I said, I'm gonna put a video on, I'm gonna do this video. And I started to work out, and I passed out. And I was in the house by myself, and I said, I can't call mom, I can't call anyone, because their fear for me would cause me to be so fearful that I wasn't gonna survive it. And I just turned and looked up and I said, I surrender. There's nothing else you can give me, do to me. If this is how you want me on my face, then this is how it's gonna be. And that's when I was like, okay, Fioni, fight. And he just, I fought. And I said, no, enough is enough. And I'm here. So I learned one thing, I learned how to surrender through that. Amen, amen. I love that. Um, what scripture kept you through this season? Um, there was many. My favorite scripture is Proverbs 4, 20 to 23. But the one that I quoted for today was um, Isaiah 41, 10. Um, in that one, since I'm not the best quoter person, um, <laughs> I want to read it exactly, sorry. So in Isaiah 41.10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will keep thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And that's what I put next to it, COVID-19. He kept me and he uphold me, and I'm here 
doing wonderful because I was able to one surrender and understand that he'll keep me through whatever comes. Amen. That's her that's her um scripture that she went on and that can be yours too. He will uphold you. He will strengthen you and he will keep you. Paula, what's your what scripture kept you through this season? The scripture that kept me is my favorite scripture which is Psalm 23 and it starts saying, the Lord is my shepherd. And that's what I keep repeating. He is my shepherd. He is my guide. He is my protector. He will sustain me. He will keep me through this. This valley that we are in now, I know he is with me. So I kept um, memorizing this scripture as well as, I would, and to confirm the scriptures, when I, another co-worker came and recited the same psalm to me in the midst of what was happening. So I knew I was on the right path. I knew that my day begins with God, who is my shepherd, and will keep me throughout and sustain me, and give me the, the, the wisdom that I need for that day, to, uh, to go through in terms of caring for my patients, dressing appropriately, keeping the appropriate PPE gears on as I render care to the, the, the very, very sick and vulnerable patients, the COVID-19 positive patients. So I know that he has been my shield. He is my guide. He surrounded me. His presence was there with me throughout my in and out as I go daily to care for, for my patients, as well as my staff who looks to me as for support because as a leader, you know, in the midst of what's happening, they will look to you, Pastor, you're the leader, we look to you uh, for, for help. We look to you when we feel that something is not right and for there to come to me, I also have to be strong enough to, to give them answer so that they can able to keep coming and not calling out from work because we needed the nurses. We needed, we were frontline nurses and we needed to stand strong in the battlefield. So likewise, as pastor's role, I had to take that role in the midst of it. Even though I said to them, you know, I'm one of you now because I'm a frontline nurse, but they said, no, you are the head nurse. And as being in that role it's something that you cannot just take off your sleeve and say that's it's over so it's both roles uh, caring for the patient caring for the staff giving them the support that they need so we all can go through this valley knowing that God is keeping us so I have had to encourage them as God encouraged me I encouraged them also and we were able to go through this we call it a war went through this war, not alone, but God has been leading us and Amen. keeping us. Amen. 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 To you, Sean, what scripture kept you true? The scripture that God gave me during this time, as I said before, it's Psalms 56 and verse 9. It says, when I cry unto you, then shall my enemies turn back. For this I know that God is with me. Um, during this period, COVID-19 was the enemy. God showed me, God you know, caused me to see that this is the enemy. He caused me to see that during this time that all I have to do is cry out to him. 
All I have to do is cry out to him, and he's going to cause that enemy, that same enemy that was plaguing everyone, that everyone was afraid of, he caused me to see that that enemy, that same enemy, he's going to cause that enemy to turn back. Um, in pertaining to an entire chapter, I would say in addition to, to that verse, the chapter that I relied on a lot for strength was Psalms 91 that um, says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, and you know the rest. Um, but that was the chapter that kept me through, and th between that, I was back and forth between that scripture, that one verse, and Psalms 91, the entire chapter. And that is what kept me through. How has God used you to impact the life of a non-believer during this season? Um, actually, I would say... I would say um, radiation, radiating peace. That's one of the things I would say. Um, as I am a leader, and I'm also a very emotional person, but one of the things I've learned during this period is that I had to be strong for the people that I lead. That's number one. And the people that were around me. A lot of these people are non-believers that are, were around me. And I am also a leader. So what I would do, I would always make sure that when I'm around people, I would always make sure that I put on that garment of peace. I would ask God for that garment of peace, and I always would radiate peace. If I realize that I'm going to get emotional, I would always go into my office, and I would lock myself in, and I would make sure that I get emotional in there. But when I come out, I put on that, I would always ask God to put on that peace. So the, radi the radiation of that peace, I think one is one way that people were impacted. Another um, way is also giving them hope. I remember two, I remember a particular incident, a particular in incident happened at work. Um, there was a Bible that was left in someone's room, in one of the rooms, I think. Maybe somebody left it or something like that. But anyhow, it was found, one, it was found in one of the rooms. And I remember two Muslim two Hindu ladies, sorry, not Muslim, came to me and they said to me, oh, you know, one of them said, I found this Bible and I'm going to keep it. I said, why are you keeping it? Because I know she's Hindu and they don't believe in the Bible. She said, no, I'm keeping it because my daughter told me to read the 21st Psalm every day. Because this was during the COVID time. Everybody was fearful. And I said, yes. Yeah. She said, she said, yes, my daughter told me to read this 23rd Psalms every day. And I'm keeping this Bible because I'm going to read it. I'm keeping it right on this desk. And when I come to work, I'm going to open it every day and read the 23rd Psalm. So I led her to, I said, you know what? It's another good Psalm. You can read Psalm 9 to 1. And I pointed her to Psalm 9 to 1. She started to read the Psalm. And then the other Hindu lady came next to her and they started to read the Psalm. And they read the psalm from the back to the end. And they were so enthusiastic about the words that were there. And they were like, oh, my God, it makes us feel really, really good. It really makes us feel good. And I said, yes, because it has life. The word of God has life. They said, oh, my God. And I remember the other one saying to me, where can I get it? I could get it on Google. I could go and look for it on Google. And I said, yes, go Google it. You can Google it. And she said, oh, my God, I'm going to go Google it. I'm going to read this psalm every day because it made me feel so good. So, you know, that is one of the ways I remember, like, giving hope to someone because through the word of God. Amen. The word of God is like honey, man. Yes. You read it, yes. and it brings satisfaction. It brings a sense of peace. It brings a sense of hope. Yes. Try it. 
let your mind be stayed on the word. Maybe some of you need to stop watching so much, um, be consumed with so much uh, television. Um, Fioni, how has this impacted your walk with God? Um, it has strengthened my walk with God tremendously, um, primarily with humbling myself, with understanding that I have no strength outside of him and acknowledging that if I do not give him what he needs, he cannot feed me. And giving him what he needs is staying within the word, constantly, you know, being on your knees, asking for his wisdom and his guidance, asking how can he make me a better person internally so it shows outwardly. Um, in regards to my surroundings, how can I make my coworkers see that when I'm laughing, when I'm happy, in the midst of it all, what is triggering that? What is causing that happiness? That's how it has impacted me, constantly remembering to go back to him, remembering that he is the source for everything that I have. Amen. Uh, Paula, same question goes to you. How has COVID impacted your walk with God? Um, I would say um, COVID has impacted my walk with God in a way that I am now a stronger Christian, stronger woman of God, but with a lens that uh, where I see his love prevails, that his um, compassion that fails not, that his faithfulness is sure, and that the power in his word is real. Amen. And I thank God for allowing me to experience the COVID walk amongst uh, patients that I, and people that I don't know. But yet, I have been transformed. And I thank God for that experience. I can recall that many times that you know, in the, during the peak especially, when patients, many of them, you know, passed away, and loved ones, you know, will call us on the phone and just thanking us. And they will thank us because they will tell us that, you know, we thank you not only for caring for our loved ones, but we know that you have prayed for them. And we indeed prayed for them because we had formed a group in the hospital where we will go around and pray for, for uh, patients that are coming towards that end where that is imminent. And we will call and make an announcement and the group will come and they will pray for these patients because the family members could not come. They could not come in to see their loved ones because there was the, of the contact and the you know, the PPE gear that you will have to get dressed in. So I thank God again for giving me that privilege that I can see so much of him in the work that we do as nurses. And this is a calling that God has bestowed upon us, and we have taken up the baton, and we are doing it well with a conscious knowing that he is our strength, and he has given us that desire to provide care and to care for his people. Amen. 
Praise God. Fiona, to you. Um, what are some of the effects that COVID-19 um, is having on, on, on kids? One of the major effects that um, people are not aware of is that it's both indirect and direct. Um, COVID-19 can impact your children, both mentally, emotionally, physically. So you have children who are being removed from their daily routines, children who are not completing tasks in accordance to their age and the stage that they're at. There are kids that are not being rewarded, such as graduation and of things of those nature that is they're not getting, right? And that is gonna impact them, not just for the now where we're dealing with COVID-19, but it's a long-term effect. We have to be very mindful as both professional um, people working within the hospital, but also parents need to be very mindful of what they're saying to their children pertaining to COVID-19. What, what type of exposure are you giving them pertaining to what they're listening to and seeing on the television? Not every day they need to be watching the news or they need to be um, told that the boogeyman or this terrible thing is causing them harm or their friends and family around them are dying from it. The constant exposure is going to have a long-term effect on their mental capacity to deal with stress. And they're seeing now a large group of kids who are potentially may have PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder due to the trauma from COVID-19. So again, parents, be cognizant of what you're saying in front of the kids. Amen. Outside is not bad. The air is not bad. Being around crowd is, though. So you can tell them, we can go out for walks. We can go to the park, but you're gonna stay in this section so that we're safe here. You can still go out in the backyard and play if that's available to you. Restricting all things can long-term have an impact on them that will cause a problem with their socialization and how they view themselves later on. Thank you, thank you. Um, Paula, speak to the person who has a mild a mild case of uh, depression. They're depressed. Speak to that person. Um, I would say, first of all, if you feel that you are having such thoughts or experiencing anything that has brought you to the low point in your life, there is help. Amen. There is help. Seek help. And most of all, seek God. Because God is able to do much more than you can imagine. You're not there alone. Don't you feel that you're alone? Find someone to talk to. Be encouraged. Know that there is hope. There is hope. Do not give up. God is able. If you're looking for a place or, or someone to talk to, we will share that number at the end of this uh, talk that you can call, that you can reach out, and someone will be there to call you back and to speak with you. Life is good. Life is to be cherished. And I encourage that person who has those thoughts, whether it's suicidal thoughts, no. Find help. Seek God. He is able. And he is watching over you. You're not alone. 
His presence are there with you. Just call upon his name. Call upon the name of Jesus, and he will be there by your side. Thank you. Uh, Shondell, I want you to look into the camera and pray for our listening audience, please. Father, today we bless your name. We thank you, God, because you're a faithful God. We thank you because you are always the one that we can lean on. God, your shoulders are broad enough to hold us, oh God. Amen. Amen. Your arms, oh Father, are broad Amen. enough and strong enough to wrap around each and every one Amen. of us, Lord. Amen, yes. Father God, your hands, oh God, is large enough to yes. hold each and every yes. one of us in the palms, yes. oh God. Yes. And Father, today we look to you. We look to you, O oh God, as the source of our help, O oh God. Father God, everything we need, we can find in you. Amen. You are our everything. Amen. Yes. Amen. And Father, today we come before you. And we, O oh God, lift up our listening and our viewing audience before you today. Yes. Father, we ask, O oh God, that you meet each and every person at the point of their needs, O oh God. You are a God of everything. You are a God that can do anything. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Amen. And Father God, we pray, oh God, that yes. you would meet each and every point, each and every person at the point of yes. their need. Yes, Be a provider to Hallelujah. those who need God. Jesus. Be a healer. Oh, Father, to those, oh, God, who needs healing, those yes. that are sick. Yes. Father, God, I pray yes. that you will be a burden lifter, yes. oh, God, to those yes. with a heavy yes. heart. Yes. Yes. I yes. pray that you would be a healer, oh, God, to those who are brokenhearted, oh, Father. Yes. I pray, oh, God, that you will show yourself, oh, God, mighty and strong on behalf of these people. Father, I pray, O oh God, that you would be, O oh God, the person, O oh God, that Jehovah deprived, the, the provider, O oh God, to those who want need provision, O oh Father. Do it in Jesus' yes, name. God, be a shalom to those who need peace, O oh Father. You are the God who give a direction, O oh Father. Do be it the in God Jesus who name. would give direction to those who need direction yes. today, Abba, Father. Bless you, Jesus. You are El Shaddai. The God Bless who is you, more than enough. Yes. Bless you, Jesus. We thank you for being more than enough, oh Father, to each and every person that is viewing, each and every person that is listening, oh God. I thank you for stretching forth your warm hands to them, oh God, and touching them, oh God. Cover each and every person, oh Father, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet, oh Father. Build a wall of fire around them, oh Father, so that the enemy would not be able to penetrate, oh God. And Father, I thank you, O oh God, that you would show up, O oh Father. Show up like yes. only you can, O oh God. Show up, O oh Father, for every need, O oh God, this afternoon. We thank you, and we praise you, and we honor you, and we glorify your name. In no other name. We ask you these things in no other name but the precious name of Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Thank you, amen, Lord. Amen, amen. Thank you. I applaud you guys. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your knowledge. And thank you for um, being an inspiration and an encouragement to our listening audience.
once again, we're NTOP, our healthcare um, workers, and we're just here to, to, to encourage you. We trust that you have been blessed and that we're leaving you in a better place. Um, if you need prayer, you can call us at 516-584-2488. 516-584-2488. So once again, the Lord bless you. Until the next time, may the Lord watch over and keep you. In Jesus' name, peace. God bless.